Hi everyone and uh, welcome to this third in the series of the Sandringham Hosted Podcasts where we're looking at how we can use marketing effectively as a modern IFA. Um, I'm once again joined by our resident expert Mike Johnston of uh, TOMD. Afternoon Mike. Good afternoon. Uh, and today we're going to look at the, uh, the, I guess, the hot topic of social media. I think we've touched on it a couple of times in our previous podcasts um, as a, I guess, a cost-effective way uh, of marketing. But I guess there's a lot of questions around social media, uh, especially in regulated industries such as ours. Um, so I thought it'd be good to really dedicate a, a podcast to uh, to this subject. So I guess first question, Mike, is should financial advisors be on social media? I think um, more and more uh, advisors are on, on social media. I think clearly if you're comfortable with it and you're happy to do it, then yes, it makes sense. It's important not to pin all your hopes on it. I don't think it's the, uh, the one kind of catalyst that's going to get you lots and lots of business, but it can contribute to certainly raising your profile and you know, potentially generating some, uh, some leads as well. Um, so it should be part of your overall marketing mix. Uh, like all uh, marketing, it will take up some time and energy. So you have to be committed to it and focused on it. You can't dabble in and out of it. Uh, I think one of the pitfalls is that some people, A, try and do too much and try and set up too many uh, accounts on too many platforms and then uh, also haven't really got the time to to populate them. So uh, it's important to bear those things in mind. So there's definitely a minimum that people should be doing. And if you're not doing that minimum, don't bother. Is that what we're saying? Are we saying you can, you, it, it can be, it can be worse if you're yeah. not doing it properly. Well, if, I think if, if you, you start, post if you post something once once a blue moon, yeah. Why? But why bother? Is that well, what I think saying? it does uh, to a degree. Yes, I think it looks odd if you uh, go through two or three months where you're posting pretty much every day, and then for the next two or three months not posting at all. Uh, clearly, most people have got links to um, their social media accounts on their website, and a lot of people, when they're doing their kind of due diligence, if you like, uh, about a business before they contact them, will probably have a look at that social media feed as well, uh, and any big gaps on there um, will probably look a bit odd. Uh, one of the problems is that, as I said earlier, it does take time, so therefore, one of the reasons that people find it difficult to maintain momentum, if you like, is trying to do too much at once. So they set out with great intentions and set up a, a LinkedIn account, uh, they do a Twitter account, they do Facebook, etc., etc., and then find that they can't actually uh, populate them all, or uh, and obviously they're trying to encourage more uh, followers and so on as well. And so therefore it becomes very difficult and either they don't populate them or maybe they're uh, posting the same thing, uh, same thing, uh, same messages across all three. And that's not great either. So we're we saying we should be, I guess it's a theme that we've talked about across this podcast is focused and, and understanding, Definitely. understanding the audience. I guess there's yeah. a different, um, uh, I guess the different platforms have a different audiences and a different different outcomes yes I think so I think and, and probably I mean ideally you've got objectives as to why you're setting up your social media what are you trying to get from your social media yeah and ideally I think you then look and say right okay I want to uh, increase my brand awareness or whatever it might be um, and then I think you say well actually what am I going to post about 
because again, I think as we said in a you know in a previous podcast, when you've got that kind of blank blank page, it's quite difficult. So therefore, if you've got clear categories in mind that you're going to post about, that's very helpful. So you might say, well, I'm going to post um, four different things. I'm going to post about the business, for example, and news about the business. Somebody's running a marathon or whatever. That's you know a good good thing to be posting about. There might be something topical uh, in financial services that you want to post about. Uh, so those sorts of categories are quite good. Or other things that are going on locally, you can choose your own categories. But once you've got those guidelines in place, it really helps you to identify what am I going to post about because. When you first start, there's probably lots of things you want to post about. So the first two or three weeks are great. When it gets to you know week seven, eight, nine, ten, it's quite difficult. You're starting to run out of content. You're scratching your head. Phone rings. You answer that, and then you don't you don't post anything that day. And all of a sudden, a week's gone. You haven't posted anything, uh, and the excitement uh, kind of dies a bit. Uh, and you close the account down or, or just leave it dormant. So I think you have to be realistic maybe just start with one platform to start with and say right I'm going to focus on that one I'm going to have these categories in place as to what I'm going to post about um, <clears throat> LinkedIn for example is obviously much more businessy than Facebook yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're posting on LinkedIn it's, it's likely to be you know more about your business and what you're doing um, definitely don't just do promotional messages I think you know lots of people talk about you know, how much should you do that's pure promotion of your business in crude terms probably one in five posts you can probably get away with being promotional mm. uh, but if all you're doing is is uh, ramming your message down people's throats about how you know how great you are as an IFA people will just switch off they just just won't be interested yeah so I guess again it's there are obviously loads of different I said loads of different but there are different platforms out yep. there like you say LinkedIn Twitter um Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Yeah, you know, there's other sites that you could, you know, maybe should be on unbiased, for example. Yeah. Um I guess what we're saying is 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 again focusing, understanding where you're wanting to start, having a yeah. plan, choosing the right platform. Absolutely. If you're wanting so for example, if you're wanting to develop professional connections, yeah. Facebook's probably not the place to be. Absolutely right. LinkedIn's the place to be. Yeah. If yeah. you're wanting to attract local interest you know, from local groups or anything yep. else. And Facebook may be the place to be using groups, using ads. Absolutely. Uh, and everything else. Yep. So I guess it's what we're what we're trying to say. And I, I think the themes that's coming out uh, are fairly recurrent on these podcasts is, is knowing your audience, knowing what you're focused on and using the right the yes. right tool, I guess, and the right the right channel. Absolutely. I think it's also important to make sure that it, it's business focused. A lot of people, especially in, in, in small businesses, everything gets muddled up. So their private and business lives kind of become one. Uh, and it's important that you're not using your, your same uh, account to be posting about social things as well as business things. You really need to kind of keep them separate. Yeah. I mean, you know, your professional connections don't want to see you sat in your... Uh, in your speedos on the beach in Mallorca, do they? Absolutely let's, not. Let, let's be no, honest. One hundred percent. So, I mean, I guess that kind of will bring me to an, another question. So, you know, what are the dangers of doing social media wrong? I think you know we've kind of alluded to it there. Really, getting mm. the you know mixing personal and business yeah. can be a, can be a bit of a problem. Are there any other pitfalls? I mean, obviously, in a regulated industry such as ours you know we need to be aware yeah. of you know of, of what i was saying but i guess we'll touch on that but you know are there anything else that's a real danger i mean well i think um 
I think one of the things also to be aware of, even if you are using it, you know, let's take LinkedIn uh, as an example, uh, from a professional point of view, if you've got very strong views about a subject, which might be a business subject, if you post about that, you may well alienate large groups of people. Um, so you do need to be cautious about what you're saying. You might be happy to be very outspoken, but before you publish something, you know whether it's you know contravening FCA rules or not, you just need to be cautious about what you're saying because if it is that some of your clients see that or whatever and really strongly disagree with you, that could cause issues. So you do need to be very conscious of that uh, because once it's out there, it will get spread. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, that is you know for me is is realizing once you put something out there, it is out there. You know, there's no taking it back. Somebody will absolutely. Somebody will have seen it. And actually, sorry, just to interrupt there, I think that is the classic problem with with social media, and and we've seen it with emails as well. You know, the way that people respond uh, to emails. I know you've commented about my emails. I'm very quite a short and punchy in, in response, and I think that's you know that's quite common in emails now. But actually, with uh, and that's fine on a kind of one to to one basis. But with social media, actually as we've just said, it is going out to the wider world. And I think there's a temptation with social media to actually respond immediately. Oh, I'll just quickly post a response to this, thinking you're just you know, responding to one person. Actually, you're not. You know, we've seen lots of examples of celebrities or whatever who said something maybe you know in good faith mm -hmm. haven't really thought through the implications you know there's a kind of recent fairly high profile one uh, with one of the broadcasters recently mm. and, and they you know they happen a lot and it's very easy to do these things and then suddenly think actually i wish i hadn't said that and by the way it's now gone to a lot of people mm. i think yeah i think for me it's yes the immediacy of the social media is important um, and we want to, you know, you want to be commenting on, you know, topical events yeah. and, uh, you know, things that are relevant. But it's, it's making sure you're taking the time to, to understand how you're representing yourself, what you're representing. Yeah. Um, remembering, you know, for example, if you are, you know, a Sandringham financial partner, if you're tweeting under the Sandringham guys, you're representing, the, you know, the company. Absolutely. You need to be thinking about your brand, and obviously, not just that. You're a financial advisor. You work in a regulated yeah. industry. What are you, you know, what are you putting out there for for everybody to, you know, to see? And I think, you know, we provide the guys with, you know, with guidelines of what to work in and how, you know, to how how to how to manage social media. And if anybody out there wants to, you know, wants more information on that, do obviously feel free to get in touch with us. But I think it's the the key message is to really stop and think about <laughs> you know, yeah, a, yeah. a lot of things. Don't just you know don't be posting things at you know eleven thirty at night after a few glasses of wine Absolutely, and uh, yeah. you know and making your opinions. We really that's fine. You want to do that? Yeah. Do it on your Facebook or you know somewhere your own personal accounts. But it's obviously you know you're representing yourself in your brand absolutely yeah in yeah. social media so i think that's yeah. it. i think you know we've, we've we've touched again uh you know content is king with social media that is obviously yeah key it uh, is as well as obviously in other areas of it, but i think with social media it's key absolutely i think you've got to be posting content that's of interest um I know you asked earlier about you know how how often should you be should you be posting? Well, there is no right or wrong answer. I think the important thing is that when you post that it, it's it's relevant, um, and if you can find things that are relevant that you can post about you know once twice a day, that's great. 
Uh, don't feel that it's uh, you've got to be posting that often. Uh, clearly, if you become known as someone who posted interesting and relevant and topical information, maybe insightful as well, ideally, then then that's great. It's better to be known for that than the person who you know posts three times a day, but most of it is drivel. But that's an effort, isn't it? It we, is an effort. We know yeah. that, and we've talked about Absolutely. that fatigue. You may you know you may start out on your social media career posting three or four times a day talking about relevant things yeah. being insightful being funny and witty and everything else yeah. and then three weeks down the line it's hard god that's hard to keep that the, the novelty's Absolutely. worn off yeah, yeah. you know and it trails off and then all you end up doing is just retweeting or copying somebody yeah. else's post and not even commenting on it or, or anything else. Absolutely. I think yeah. the biggest um, request as a business we're getting at the moment is absolutely for social media content. Um, and that's because it is difficult to, to well, find the time uh, to write things you know, in, a, in a good way that's uh, appropriate and topical and so on and so forth. So it, it is hard. Um, and uh, in addition, quite often people will want to post you know have blogs as well which they want to link to because obviously that that's good because it's driving traffic through to the website you're then talking about a, a much longer form of, of content um, and even you know writing an, an insightful you know fairly short and, and punchy t- tweet it's not something you can do in 30 seconds you've got to think about it and get it mm. right uh, and so on well I mean I know that from you know first hand I mean we've we've dabbled with social media mm. over the years you know where you know since I've been here and you know, we we obviously took that decision to you know to want to raise our online profile mm-hmm. from a recruitment perspective. You know, we mm-hmm. we obviously engaged you guys and came in and you know we said, look, we want to raise mm-hmm. our online you know, our online uh, persona mm-hmm. for for our recruitment. We want people to know who Sandringham Financial Partners are. And we want you know that message to get out there. And as you said, writing you know a punchy tweet or writing a blog or mm-hmm. it's it's hard work. You need, you know, copywriters to yep. do that. We don't have copywriters. We're not about to employ copywriters yep. to, to do that. So it's, you know, and just posting something that doesn't look great or doesn't yeah. have the right message or has grammatical and spelling yep. errors and it it just gives off the, you know, the completely wrong thing. So making sure that your content is is consistently, you know, consistent, branded, relevant, Topical absolutely has images on there. We know yep, that images absolutely. are key for social yep. for social media. You scroll through Twitter now, and if it's yep. just a text text yep. post, yep. you're getting you know you're getting skimmed by it. So yep. I think I think also you know there's a few other things to to pick up on there. One is that you know it's not just images now. Of course, more and more people are wanting you know animated uh, imagery as well and and, and videos. Uh, and so on on there. So I think when you do scroll through, we all know that certain things will make us stop and, and have a look. Uh, we certainly remember some things more than others. So maybe keep an eye out for what it is that attracts you when you're looking through and think, oh yeah, that's the sort of thing we should be using. So there is an increasing pressure to do things differently. Increasingly, we're up against uh, big brands as well because we're probably getting hit maybe with adverts um, that we're getting in from you know bigger brands who've got very big budgets who are spending money on you know nice decent ads or whatever it might be, um, and we all kind of sort of find ourselves watching that for you know thirty seconds or a minute or whatever. Um, so it's quite difficult to compete compete with those. Um, we as a business are you know working with firms who are using LinkedIn etc. for advertising as well because there's a certain amount of advertising mm. you can do on there, and that's definitely a growth area. 
Um, but that again is a whole new challenge. Actually, that's a point I wanted to pick up on you with in terms of ads. Mm-hmm. You know, we know there's Google ads, and we've mm-hmm. seen we've all seen Facebook ads and, yeah. and LinkedIn ads. Is you know, is that a good is that a good method? Is it a good method? Is it cost effective? How do you you know how do you go about what happened? How do you go about doing it? What kind of budget do we need to be thinking about? Is you know, I'm just thinking. Do I, you know, I'm a, uh, you know, uh, an IFA in, mm-hmm. in Hartlepool. I, you know, I, I want to attract local yep. local interest. Do I pay for a Facebook ad mm-hmm. where I can know I can target people yep. in my demographic? Is I it think, is it um, a good ideas or are they a waste of money? Are they some some of these things will work for some people and not others. Um, so you know, picking up on on Google uh, ads, for example. Uh, which you often refer to as pay-per-click, you can set a budget um, and people will be attracted by you know, the keywords that you're trying to, uh, to, to promote effectively. Um, so they're very different to LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn, you are generally trying to target specific people. Um, so they work in a different way. Um, they can be cost-effective but you do need to remember that lots of other people are using them as well. So they're quite different to Google, but again, you can set a budget. So the good thing with most of these online platforms is you can decide how much you want to spend. You probably need to accept that the first month or so, you're probably just gonna be spending money speculating because mm. you don't know if it's gonna work. So you yeah. need to accept that you know, the first month might be written off and you might not get too many buys. Mm. I certainly wouldn't advise anyone going out and you know, spending under and under fifty pounds a day or whatever yeah. on these sorts of ads. I think you can set a much a much lower budget. Um, they will be more successful the more work you do up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, so I guess content again. Is- content again and imagery again, depending on which one it is. You're taking LinkedIn for an ex- as an example. Uh, but you do get good statistics back in terms of you know which, which of those ads that you're posting are the most popular, which are getting the most impressions or whatever. So you can, they are worth considering. But you, again, you have to have a very clear objective in mind. Yeah. So maybe do a... You know, a ten day, a ten day advertise, a ten day campaign. See if it works. Yeah. See if it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Use Absolutely. It a, just use it as another tool. Yeah, I think. I mean, look, with, with LinkedIn, you're generally going to be the profiling they've got are about primarily about people and their their jobs and age and so on and so forth. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's worth bearing in mind. Whereas, obviously, you know, with Google, you, you when you're advertising on there, it's not so much the, the it's such it's a different kind of profile, mm. if you like. People are yeah. almost self-selecting. So again, it's the right tool. Yeah, absolutely. It's the right tool yeah. for the right job. Yeah. Okay, so just taking the wider social media piece, can can advisors do it themselves? Should they be outsourcing their social media campaign? I mean, that's not a loaded question to a the MD of a marketing yeah. agency, but is you know is it something they should consider doing themselves? I think they certainly can do it themselves. Um, I mean, in many ways, outsourcing marketing is no different to you know outsourcing any other function. Um, people can do the marketing themselves. They can do the social media themselves. It comes back to have they got the time, the skills, the energy. Uh, and the motivation to do it themselves or do they feel they'd be better focusing on you know working with clients and doing the things mm. that they're trained and, and, and good at doing I think you know in some cases and it's the same for anyone who runs a business there are certain bits of the business that you're interested in if social media is one of those 
uh, and you're interested in it and actually feel it's very integral to your business and you don't want anyone else to do it, then absolutely carry on as long as it's not impacting on you running your business, then, then why not? I think that's probably relevant though for only a small uh, number of people. I think the vast majority of advisors struggle either with finding the right amount of time uh, or getting the right ideas for what content to write. So they will generally need some help at some time. The question is how much help do they need? Do they want to say, right, I'm going to outsource the whole thing mm. and accept there's going to be a cost against that? Or are they just going to cherry pick and say, well, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to use an agency just to do you know, a few tweets or whatever. I'm going to do the post, you know, posting a bit. I'm going to look at the analytics and so on. Or I'm going to get someone in the office to do that. So it really is a kind of a, a, a mix and match. Um, clearly, if you're going to take the decision to outsource, you should only do that because there's going to be a cost involved if it's an important part of your marketing process. If it isn't, then clearly it's maybe something that you just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Because if it comes with a cost, and, and, and it will do if you outsource it, it's got to be important to you. And it's absolutely vital that when you sit down with that agency or talk to that agency about outsourcing it, that you're very clear about what your objectives are, what your budget is, and that you're in it for the long haul. Because there's no point saying, I'm going to do it for two months. You've got to commit mm. to it and say, right, this is important to me. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I'm going to spend. And it's across six months, a year, whatever it is. Yeah, I think for me, that's the, that's the dangers of of doing it themselves is that fatigue that we've talked about the you know making sure yeah. there's a consistency to what they're doing um but also it being a distraction yeah you know to uh, you know outside the business and i think that's where again what we've talked about in previous podcasts about having a plan having a focus knowing the outcome Absolutely. knowing your budget and what you're looking for in return yeah. of investment that social media is a is an is a cog in the machine really yeah. it's not a be all and end all as I think yeah. you said at the beginning it's another tool it's another channel um, you know which channel you use again depends on the yeah. Yeah, depends on the outcome but what it shouldn't yeah. become is a is a distraction absolutely I think uh, and I'm not just saying this you know kind of to, 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 to as, a, as a boast but I think looking back I don't think any of the firms that have outsourced their social media to us have actually stopped. Yeah. So they've obviously looked at it, and, and, and to be honest, we've probably been relatively rigorous making sure that they're serious. Um, obviously, by outsourcing it, they were serious about doing it. They were committing monies to it. They're obviously now doing off doing other things. They're actually focusing on what they do well. They haven't really got to worry too much about it. It's a fairly light touch. We'll report back you know, whatever they want once a week, once a month, whatever it might be. And there'll be interaction, and, and this is important actually, that once you take that decision to outsource, you can't completely forget it because actually there'll be things going on in your business which you should be, which you should be promoting. So I think I mentioned earlier, you know, someone running a marathon or whatever. Actually, the outsource agency wouldn't know you were doing that unless you told them. Mm. So therefore, having that kind of you know, touching base once a week or whatever and say, these are the things that are going on this week. Can you post about them? Absolutely vital. You're not doing the work for them, but yep. you're complementing well, and adding the, to the work they're doing. That's the social aspect, isn't it? You can, an outside agency can look at what's topical, yep. you know, at the time, you know, obviously Brexit at the moment and yep. seems to be going on forever, but you know, there will be topics that come up, there'll be seasonal yeah. topics that come up and you can, you can suggest posts and, and do that, but the social aspects, you know, we've said, you know, we've said the promotional stuff is one in five yep. posts, the social stuff, relevant social stuff, Yep. Again, not you and your 
Mancini yeah, on yeah, yeah. beach in Bulgaria, but yeah. the you know relevant social stuff that that engages with your clients. Yeah, that's the stuff that will come from the business and not from not and, from and your actually, agency, isn't it? And actually, it's probably they are generally the ones that will get the most engagement. Those things about you know somebody as I say you know using the example yet again someone running a marathon that's probably the, the thing that will get the most engagement, but actually using that alongside as a mix with business things will mean that those business messages will get across as well. Yeah. But actually the social things about you know within reason about people doing something to, you know something for charity or whatever it might be, uh, uh, they will get the most engagement. It's a fine balance though, isn't it? It's a fine balance between. It's hard. Difficult. Promotional, not being too promotional yep. because yep. you want it to be promotional because you're wanting to. Yeah. Otherwise, why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Otherwise, and then, oh God, he's posted another picture of a birthday yeah. cake from the office. Absolutely, I'm not again. It's a, and I guess this is, this is the danger of social media. It, it is so easy to yeah. lose an audience. Yeah. yeah, with what you're with what you're what you're posting out there. Yeah, I think there's also there is some. Uh, evidence that some people are, are kind of switching off from social media. Um, so, to a degree, social media has been taken over by businesses. Certainly, LinkedIn clearly has been taken over completely by businesses, and because it is it, it is business focused. But actually, it's been taken over by businesses trying to promote their wares rather than to be a networking tool. Uh, you know, recruitment. Definitely. It's just full of people recruiting. And therefore, and there are other experience, other even of people in their twenties and thirties saying, actually, I'm, I've had enough of social media. I'm just not, you know, not going to use it, or use it very sparingly. So I think there's a little bit, well, it's quite a bit of fatigue in there as well, which yeah. makes it all the more important to make sure what you're posting is relevant and don't be relying on it to build your whole business on it. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Man. I mean, we're just you know coming towards the end, but I think. So I guess to reiterate with social media, it is a uh, it's a really good way of getting your message and content out across there. But you have to think again the focus of what you wanted to do, how much you know, how you're going to do it, what content you've got to be able to do that, how much time and energy and money you've got to to you know, to to put into it, um, what channels are you going to yeah. use? Be aware of the dangers. Um, looking at what you want to do and making that business decision do you outsource do you do it yourself if you're going to do it yourself is it to the detriment of your own business and the core focus of your business yeah. um obviously in our industry make sure you're working within the guidelines let's not be tripping ourselves up yeah um you know with posting things that we shouldn't be posting and again we can help with that you know we'll give you guidelines in terms of how things should be posted and uh, and so forth yeah but i think for me it's it is a good tool. Um, I think it's almost wood for the tree sometimes now, mm-hmm. and it's what we are at a point where you you have to do something different. And yep. we talked about this, uh, you know, off air earlier. There's you need to be doing something different. If you're just doing this kind of the same thing, yeah. you're going to get lost for the you know wood for the trees. And I think that's where the focus comes in. What are you trying to achieve with this? Um, and the key part of it is obviously it's being part of a cohesive strategy yeah don't think of it in isolation it is part of the bigger strategy so if you're doing a campaign and you've got information on your website you've got blogs going out well maybe the you know the social media should absolutely be supporting that but also social media so kind of spill over to do the other things about mm. the, the famous marathon runner mm. uh, and i guess i guess it's having a 
we hear this term call to action, don't we? There's you want a call to action in there somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's, without being over the, without being too yeah, too heavy. To, yeah, come and yeah. buy my uh, come yeah. and buy my yeah. my apples. Yeah, we don't Absolutely, want that. Do we? Yeah. So no, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks again, Mike. It's Thank been a you. pleasure as always, um, and we'll uh, speak next week. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys.